I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Previously on Downton Abbey, World War I started. Cousin Matthew's got a fiancé named Lavinia Swire. Lady Mary's trying to get with a dude named Richard Carlyle. Lady Sybil is a nurse. Lady Edith is Lady Edith. And Mr. Bates, well, he's gone. Now, you know what? Time to jump right back into things. Season 2, Episode 2, Downton Abbey. Are back. Hey, did, did now? Did you uh, did you see this trailer that came out for the Guernsey Literary and Potato Potato Peel Pie Society? Well, you just made me watch it. Yeah, I just forced <laughs> you to watch it because I was like, "Holy, holy, wow!" There are four cast members from Downton Abbey in the show. You got in the film. Yeah, in the movie that comes out April twentieth, four twenty. Uh, we haven't seen her yet on the show. Spoiler alert, but Lady Rose, she is the lead in the film. Lady, Lady Sybil's in the film also as a revolutionary. Wow, big Isa- stretch. Yeah, yeah. Isabel, uh, Miss Crawley, is in the film as well. And then um, uh, Matthew Good as uh, Henry from, from later on in Downton Abbey. We'll get to him eventually. He's in the that's that's Those are big characters from Downton in this movie. And no, Without spoiling anything, these are four players later down the line in Downton Abbey. Yeah, and this film, apparently the exteriors were filmed uh, at a charter house in London where they also filmed Downton Abbey. So, if people are looking for more of their Downton fix, uh, keep a lookout for the Guernsey Literary Potato Pie Peel Society uh, April 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. Mm -hmm. And as always, keep your eyes open on us on the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook. Yeah. Twitter and Facebook, just Lords of Grantham. Instagram, lords underscore of underscore Grantham. Mm -hmm. You want to ask us questions? You want to send us complaints? You can email us, lordsofgrantham at gmail. And while we're talking about promoting things, I feel like we should probably share some love with our friends that are creative individuals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a couple friends that do a couple really cool things that are not Downton Abbey related, but deserve a little bit of... Attention. I know we shouted out my friend at the library hop. I always follow her. But we got a buddy who's a, a bike guy. Yeah, he, he loves motorcycles. He does not watch Downton Abbey. But uh, he run, <laughs> if you love motorcycles and you like chicken, he has an entire account dedicated to that. Yeah, his chicken fried choppers on Instagram. That's Pat or Rick. He wants to be called Rick <laughs> now. Ricky, Ricky, Rick Flanagan. Yeah, Ricky Ricardo. So check that out. Buy his stickers. We'd say his uh, website name, but we try not to use four-letter words on here. So Yeah. Chop sword.com, right? Yeah. You, or you can just find his Instagram. Yeah, chicken, chicken fried, fried choppers. choppers. We're very infrequent sometimes on Instagram of posting photos. Try trying to keep the trying to get photos out there while we can, you know. We it's just uh we live busy lives. Yeah, we we work. And uh, we posted a photo of ourselves recently on there. Shocker, did not get as uh, much of a reaction as the photos from Downton Abbey. Well, it was funny because we were at said bachelor party. I think we were more fatigued than we were under the influence. 
That's we were true. at a brewery, so yes, we did have beer in our hands. We were just tired. We <laughs> were working on a couple hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, well, you had fully climbed a mountain. I about three yeah. quarters climbed a mountain. Yeah, yeah. And then we had uh, not rested. Yeah. I think and that- it was nighttime. We were flushed. Yeah. Maybe people, I mean, don't judge us off of that photo. We look no. like ghosts. But I think that night ended with me yelling at you to the, shut up. Literally yelling repeatedly, shut up, as I tried to sleep. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So we're back though. We're ready. Episode two, season or season two, episode two. Here we go. Yeah, this is uh this is an episode. This is a gut punch. I yeah, I struggle <laughs> in terms of like the power rankings. Like I don't want to reveal them yet, but I really struggled to come up with like people who are having a good week. Cause I know. Yeah, me too. This is it, World War One is in full effect. I mean, we didn't need many cut cutaways to World War One to just know that thing, things are pretty dire for for. So a lot of our castmates here, or not castmates, I mean, a lot of our, our people at Downton. <laughs> and speaking of people at Downton, we have a new footman? Butler? Yeah, what is he? Footman. They're not very clear because he's helping out Grantham. Lang. Lang. Mr. Lang. Yeah, he's helping out Grantham, but he's not really fully replaced Bates so much as they don't have anyone else there to do the job. Um, he's doing a lot of stuff around the house, but he seems a bit off. <laughs> uh, there's something there's something wrong with him uh i shouldn't be laughing about that this but. is yeah of all like there's things that we can laugh at but i do feel like this is a very appropriately handled storyline in this episode yeah yeah i guess yeah. you know there's no reason to beat around the bush you watch the episode if you're listening he's got severe ptsd he's shell-shocked yeah 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 as they call it back then shell-shocked uh he's just shaking and, you, and they keep teasing this this dinner that he's going to have to help serve uh, food at and stuff. And it's like, you know this is going to go sideways. You can already see his hands shake. You think you think if, if Bates, who doesn't have shaky hands, if he dropped things, you, this guy is definitely going to drop things. Like, they, they seem... Lord Grantham is has a big heart if he keeps hiring these people that are... He called him an invalid. <laughs> I mean... The episode yeah. starts with Lord Grantham, like, snapping at him. He's yeah. very... Uh, he's not the nicest guy to Mr. Lang right out the gate. Well, I mean, Grantham's going through his own... That is true, but Lang, Lang 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 does one thing well in this episode. Not one thing well. Wait, what did he sews? He can no, sew. Well, he does so well, but I mean, he does one thing that we have yet to truly see is that he makes O'Brien seem like a nice person. Oh yeah, she shows sympathy for him. She's very sympathetic. I don't know. She got yeah. the hots for him. No, Ethel has the hots for him because she sees him oh, sewing. Eth- oh, Ethel, and she's like, oh, I want to know what you can do with those hands, and it's like, well. <laughs> If he oh, yeah, geez, I forgot about that. Yeah, if he can get those hands under control. He can oh, slap that's you. That's, that's what, yeah. Does O'Brien say he'll slap you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, O'Brien's got the hots for him, too, I think. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. You know, he's been through some stuff. And she says that her brother, brothers yeah, were shell-shocked yeah. and that she knows what it's like. It's very unusual mm-hmm. of Miss O'Brien to be nice. Yeah, it also, it was, it was seeing this guy as a reminder of having watched his entire series and forgetting that this guy ever happened oh, on the show. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. who is this dude? Like, he's helping? I, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, this is a good special episode in terms of uh, shining a light on the problems of PTSD. I mean, they, they do shine a few lights in this episode. Yes. I mean, this is all of, this is a, this episode is real. Because, you know. This they, is a special episode of Downton Abbey. They spent some time in the hospital. And, uh, yeah, we see what Thomas is up to. Yeah, Thomas, again, O'Brien being uh, sort of a positive character in this episode. She's very She works her magic to get Thomas brought to Dr. Clarkson's hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And she what? She whispers in Cora's ear. And then Cora talks to Lord Grantham, and they they get it done. He, he's there. It takes a while though, because at yeah. first Doctor Clarkson is like, "No," <laughs> he's and then a, he, it's like, "Okay." Yeah, we we need all the help we can get. Uh, but Thomas strikes up a relationship with a guy who's going blind, or on the cusp of being blind, or something. He's like, not on the cusp of being blind. He I mean, is. he's he's blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this it's, is. Oh my god, this is gut-wrenching. I think this actual episode of the podcast is not going to sound too exciting because the episode itself is not too... <laughs> it's pretty pretty downbeat. The guy's name is Edward Court, Courtney. Yeah. And yeah. is this the one that they call him Left? I wrote it down because I thought I was... In my uh, in my mind, I was like, this is a guy that is going to mm-hmm. go in that like swear jar of people that we hear their names and then never hear yeah. from again. But no, he's a big part of this episode. Left-hand Courtney. Edward oh Courtney. Wait, why is he called left-hand Courtney? I don't... I mean, Big, is he a lefty? I mean... <laughs> they don't really give you any reason to believe anything else. That's so funny because Thomas's left hand is the one that got shot. Also, oh. that glove he wears in this episode is pretty badass. It's like, oh, he's back from the war and he's got this really cool red glove. Yeah, he's got a leather glove. Like a dual <laughs> slapping glove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love that moment of him coming back to the house being like, oh, I don't work here anymore so I can just mouth off to all you guys and face no reprimanding or oh, anything. Oh, th- th- that's a great... Mr. Carson walks in and, and what is, I wrote it down. It's uh, Mrs. Uh, Hughes says, we've got a visitor and Carson just goes, I've seen him and just goes about his day. Like He's <laughs> yeah. like, get out of here, Thomas. <laughs> but I love that. Like uh, He's like, where's Bates? Oh, he's gone. Well, at least one good thing happened while I was out <laughs> oh, here. It's not all bad news. Yeah. <laughs> the one positive news in this episode... Uh, do you want to stick on the hospital? Talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, he spent some time commiserating with this guy because they've both been to war. He kind of s- slow, not subtly, comes out of the closet? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, then the guy understands. He puts his hand on his knee in a comforting tone like he knows what's going on. Right. And uh, it, it, speaking of, like, unexpected mixed matchups or mixed, mixed team matches here or whatever... We get Sybil and Thomas aligning to try and keep this guy at the hospital because they're running out of space. Against heel turn Dr. Clarkson. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't have him here. Like, what do you, I mean, this guy is suicidal. Are Clarkson you... screams in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot how much action Clarkson gets because, like, I, I never think. Isn't his name Colonel Clarkson now or something like that? Is it Major Clarkson? I Major. Think? <laughs> Ground yeah. control to Major Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's owning his power. He, he is in control. Um, well, this, well, Sybil starts to mouth off, and then he, what does he say? Something like, I know what our social, we may not be on the same level socially, yeah, but I am your superior. Oh my gosh, you bitch. <laughs> he did not, Carson did not. <laughs> but I mean, that's the sentiment essentially. Um, and the guy kills himself, he does. Uh, and it's not just like a kill, like it shows Sybil looking at the floor, and there's a puddle dripping down from the ceiling. Oh my god, Ugh. it's so just that's some that's, it's real, and it it's, is real. It's, it's Clarkson's fault, you know. Is it? It's not, I don't think it's Car- Clarkson's fault as much as it's just that's the way the world was. Yeah, that's the reality of things. He couldn't, you know, he was really now. Did he do it because he was he was like. I was a little confused as to why he killed himself because he just wanted to be there so much or was he shell shot shell shook as well. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I was curious about was the, you know they say they weren't sure how he got the razor blade and the way like after he dies to cut to Thomas, you wonder if maybe Thomas played a role in that maybe or I don't know. Thomas was crying after, so I don't uh, think he gave him some an instrument to kill himself. I 
think he could. I could see where he understands the situation and is like enabling him. You know, you you thought Thomas stole the milk and sugar last time, That's and you a think Thomas assumption. steals a razor blade to give to this guy. I don't think he stole the razor blade so much as he just gave it to him. I mean, you know, razor blades are accessible then. Uh, but I, I I actually feel bad for Thomas, which is like so weird. Yeah, what a weird episode that Thomas <laughs> and O'Brien are like the two of the more sympathetic characters in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this all leads to the bright idea from Isabel to open up the manor <laughs> for patients. Yeah, for yeah, this guy killing himself <laughs> it would be, is the, yeah. the catalyst for this change. For some reason, it's easier to convince people. Yeah, yeah, like we need people here because they're killing themselves. But I don't understand, like, was that guy so, it was left-hand Courtney so into Thomas and, and Sybil's care that he killed himself? Because he was going to another place to rehabilitate. Yeah. They yeah. weren't sending him out into the streets. They were sending him to another hospital. Right. And, well, though, it's funny because uh, Clarkson says, we're going to send him as far, like, to the farthest hospital. And it's like, well, you see the problem there. He doesn't want to be far away. Um, I mean, I know that it's bad. And yeah. I know that, that PTSD and, and the effects of the war are bad, but the... Mr. Left Hand Courtney definitely took things to his own extreme. Yeah, I think in in terms of like if they wanted to convince him to uh, turn Downton into a hospital, I think if they tied it into the Patmore storyline, that would have made a lot more sense. You know, like it's like they have a personal connection to this patient outside of him just being there. Uh, The Patmore storyline also doesn't end well. (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does not at all. Uh, It's so weird too because she gets a letter at the beginning and she's like heaving and it's like. What did Patmore just find out? Like, you know, is her vision going again? Like, what what could it be? Um, the Lancashire boy went missing. Archibald, Archie, Archie, her, her ne- nephew. Yeah, her nephew. And and then we see uh, we see uh, Patmore in the library again. You know, we saw her in the finale of last season there, and now she's she's just back there again. Well, she doesn't. There is it, Mrs. Hughes, that suggests she goes talk to Lord Grantham, and yeah. she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I, <laughs> that wasn't a good Pat Moore. I one. don't care. I'm, I'm an American. <laughs> yeah, the the one thing is, you know, we've seen this episode. Grantham feels so helpless, but I feel like you'd think he'd be a little bit more like, all right, yeah, I'll definitely do this for you. I'll definitely help out because he wants to be helpful. But uh, he helps. Yeah, yeah, he helps. He's like, yeah, I'm not sure if I should do this, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll help, I'll help out. And it's it's so funny when he relays the news to Patmore because it's so weird to see Grantham downstairs. He just does not fit in. Like he's just like the towering figure. Like I don't know if they're shooting from a low angle or something. He just looks taller than everyone. He's wearing that suit. Yeah, with the white tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done up. Yeah. And the story is, Patmore's nephew was killed for cowardice. I did not know this was a thing. I did not know the British military would kill their own for being cowards. Like, they're losing people left and right. You want to kill one of your own? Well, he's um, being a coward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there was some real justification for this. And the thing is, they don't even really resolve it so much as they tell Patmore, like, you're just going to have to break this news to your family, but just don't tell her that. And it's like, oh, man, we don't even have to see what's going to go on. But Patmore has her own ordeal to go through now. So, according to Wikipedia, yeah, uh, cowardice was punishable in the military, and it was a a trait wherein fear and excessive self concern override doing or saying what is right, good, and to help of others. So hmm. basically, it is a, a also Wikipedia. It is the opposite of courage. I mean, I knew what this word meant. I don't know why I, I searched crimes of cowardice, and there's a picture of the cowardly lion. Huh. So maybe Archie Patmore, whatever his name was, is the cowardly lion. 
who got sh- shot. That's, that's so sad. That's so... Oh, man, I, I don't like that at all. I'm gonna... but, but Lord Grantham, again, taking the high road, yeah. says, like, that's the last we'll say about why he was killed. Yeah. I mean, does that Wikipedia article say when they ended this whole cowardice, like... It's about the concept of cowardice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand how cowardice works. I know. Yeah, I, I knew what it was. I, I googled crime, crime of cowardice, and it just brought me to general cowardice. All right. Well, I hope they don't do that anymore in London. I don't know. Yeah, so while we're on the subject of cows... Oh Wait, do, no 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 no! Uh, uh, do we want to get there? What's 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 go? Do I stay downstairs? Let's, let's stick with the war. All right. The last thing, William. Okay, opposite of cowardice, this guy is jubilant to be going to war. He comes in with an oddly fitting military uniform, looking like a like a Disney character. Like, oh yeah, like a cartoon. He is war ready. And then like he's like grabbing Daisy, like you're going to be my my girl or whatever. Like um, her sweet his sweetheart. Yeah, he, he wants, wants a, a photo. He wants a photo. Oh. And then he tells her to go to the go to town and get a photo taken of herself. So no, come on, dude, no, no. But he's I, he's riding high all episode. Yeah, he he's excited to go to. His, and then like he has that moment where he talks to Lang, and Lang's like, "Are you serious, dude? You sure about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's it's my duty, it's my obligation." And then he's kind of talking down to Lang, like, "I don't know what you did. <laughs> yeah, you messed up. But I'm gonna go have fun and and kill." And what does this guy say? "God help you, <laughs> Lang, man, coming um, in, man." And then Daisy, but she doesn't. She's not really feeling William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know understandable can't let him go to war with a, a broken heart you know that's yeah is that the advice of patmore right yeah 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 patmore we get you know we see these glimmers in these people every now and again mm-hmm. i mean i mean I, I, you think you know if she tells him like you know i don't love you maybe he'll get shot for cowardice you know he'll just become a coward at war and just get shot yeah, like archie <laughs> indeed like archie. patmore is the cut the, the the link to the cowards yeah yeah pretty much uh, but yeah, let's jump to the cows. The cows? Yeah, from the cowardice to the the non-cowardice to the cows. Edith. 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 Is, uh, oh my gosh, driving a tractor. <laughs> I, I love that we see her driving the last episode, and then this gives her the confidence to drive a tractor. Like, do you? Th- I mean, tractors are different today. But do you think, from just your own driving, you could drive a tractor? I drive a stick shift, so yes. <laughs> I think I could drive a tractor. Uh, like plowing fields and stuff like that? You're just driving. You're pulling the plow. You're not plowing. Oh, man. I don't I don't know. I feel like... I, especially where you drive tractors, I'd try, probably drive it into a ditch. You know? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it'd definitely be a little... I'd probably drive it too fast or do a bad job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they, she goes... She talks about the... The wife of Drake, uh, her farm boy has been called up to war and they need someone to drive the tractor. Now, is Drake is the guy from episode two, right? Yes. The one who was in the hospital with the with the adrenaline shot? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's him. Let me, yeah. make, let me double check. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny, though, when she breaks that news to the family that, like, I'm going to go drive a tractor. And they're just like, all right, I'll go have fun with that. <laughs> they're just laughing at her. Yes, confirmed. He is the same guy from uh, Series 1. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, they are. They think it's so crazy that Edith wants to go drive this tractor. But I think, you know... A little more than the tractor that Edith She's driving a little little bit more than that. Uh, This guy's got eyes. And he's not even subtle. No, no, no. (laughs) He's got a wife, too. Yeah, they're just drinking in the barn with a little dog and everything. They're drinking that milk and they're play- and then the wife keeps coming in like, "What is going on? Yeah, let's have some bread." 
<laughs> um, and the wife is like okay with it at first, but Edith keeps going back. Yeah, and this is this is actually interesting to see Edith. She's dressed like some hipster. You see her with like the the high jeans and stuff, and like the cardigan on. And stuff. Oh yeah, and then he he says makes a comment like she's so beautiful and <laughs> and classy. It's like the, 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 you're really? the only person in the Downton universe that that thinks highly of her, aside from Mister Aunt, Sir Anthony. Also, your wife is pretty too. I thought I think she yeah. got a good wife. So, well, Edith is what? What's how old do we think Edith is supposed to be? Like twenty one. Yeah, 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 and he looks like he's pushing thirties, something like that. Getting some attention. Yeah, but then they kiss. They kiss. Is it now? We have discussed the relations of people in this time. That might be Edith's first kiss. Oh, what a way to kiss Anthony. That's true. That's true. What a way to homewreck. Oh my gosh, just go right in there and get your first kiss and just—it's a barn burner. It's a barn burner of a homewreck. We see the the wide shot of the wife watching it. Oh my gosh, the guy. This guy is kind of a goon, Mister Drake. Really, doof. I don't know. I I think this guy laid his designs out and he he set out to accomplish them and he did it. I shouted homewrecker though when I watched this. So, but is Edith the homewrecker? No, I think Mister Mister Drake pulls the trigger. You you have to be wise about these situations. Like you know, you should know. You can't wreck a home. It's a two way. It's definitely a joint decision though. It's not just Edith. Yeah. Because the regardless of whether or not Edith kissed him or didn't kiss him, Mm -hmm. he's got the intentions in his in his head. Yeah. How, how, so this episode takes place over the course of a few months. How quickly do you think it, her excitement about this whole thing go from driving a tractor to seeing this guy? Is it a couple months in the episode? I, I guess. think. Well, I uh, think that I feel like it. I think she. It, it's a slow like fish out of water thing. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he kind of takes advantage of her naivete and excitement to be working there. Mm-hmm. And she, we all know, Edith doesn't get no attention from no. the man. Aside from Mr. Anthony. Sir I find Anthony. it so funny that the episode closes with the news that they are going to get someone to work on the farm. And, like, that's the punch. <laughs> is that, like, Edith will not have her, like, continue this home wrecking. I'm <laughs> glad that the wife stepped in and was like, no more. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Not going to happen. You're not going to get Na, 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 na. Well, not a bad week overall for Edith. Just a shot in the gut at the end of it. Yeah. I, I mean, she got a kiss. That's more than a. That, that, that's that more than a and she got left drunk. hand Courtney. They were chugging. They were, they were chugging. It was a big beer. bottle of beer. It was a big bottle. It wasn't like a small one. <laughs> well, that's that's what happens when you get drunk and uh, you get around people and just, yeah. Farmhands. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Farmhand. She's a farmhand. She's a stable girl. But you said that as if that, there's something there to farmhands. Like, if, I mean, they get compared to Lady so, Sybil, yeah. Farmhands are average folk. They drink more. But you were suggestive there about farmhands. Like, they, they, they're handsy or something like that. No, I, I didn't imply that's, that. That's what I got there from that. No. Hey, if we got any farmhands listening, let us know <laughs> if you're handsy or not. If you have any people uh, sew, let us know about how it goes with your hands there, too. Yeah, if you're shaking like lying. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, upstairs? Should we move upstairs? We, I mean, we're upstairs. Oh, yeah, we are. I mean, we're, we're off the property well, now. Well, so let's just we move come... to the next sister. Let's go to Mary, huh? Sure. <laughs> Let's move on down the line. We finally meet Carlisle. Uh, Sir Richard Carlisle. He's a see that from the get. He's like a. Uh, I hate him. I am evil. Like he might as well just come off the train and just say, "I am an evil person." <laughs> this is like the first outright, one hundred percent 
evil character that this show has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may well, know him as uh, Jorah from uh, Game of Thrones, where he's a not evil. No, he's a he's a <laughs> he's he, a noble. Yeah, he's a good guy. Here he is not that. He is not. And I love this whole thing that they're supposed to be falling in love or trying to court themselves or whatever. And Mary keeps referring to him as Sir Richard or whatever. And he's like, you don't have to call me Sir Richard. He, he had a suit made for this trip. A yeah. T- a tweed suit? Right. And they went hiking in that. He's like, oh, I didn't I didn't mean to wear this. Imagine, imagine Dave, if you met your girlfriend, she's calling, you kept calling you Mr. Winchell. Like, how would you feel about that? <laughs> well, if I was like 15 years older than my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awkward. <laughs> no. But Aunt Rose is there. And she said that the whole train ride, he read his own newspaper. Yeah, try to uh, talk about being into yourself. And then uh, Violet says mm-hmm. something to him about like running a newspaper during wartime. That must be that's an important job. You need to keep the spirits of the people up. And Richard Carl's like, I only care about my stockholders. <laughs> well, he tries. To, he tries. To, <laughs> he doesn't growl. <laughs> he might as well. <laughs> but but he, he does like say like he's a person of the people or whatever. Which is he doesn't look at it at all. He's a um, self-made man. Yeah, as he says with later. Bold on. and modern values. And, it, and some, he knows Swire somehow. Lavinia oh, we, we catch him like holding her arm. <laughs> he's not drooling from the mouth. No, he's but not, he's, he's, he's he's snarling. He's a yeah. yeah. He, he definitely seems like a snarler. He's a beast man. I lo- and I love the way they telegraph this. Like, oh, Carlisle's coming by tonight. Oh, and so is Matthew. Oh boy. <laughs> and then they meet, and like nothing really happens. Like, oh yeah. Aside from like, uh, there's there's my. Pal, Lavinia Swire. Yeah. And they know each other. And yeah, well, that, that definitely happens when they're in the, the oh, yeah. courtyard of... He's, uh, a full, he's a heel from the get. There's he, no no surprise. Is he grabbing her arm or something? He's like, grabbing her arm, holding her arm. And we don't know what they're talking about. And uh, I, I love that... Um, Ro, uh, was it Rosamund? Um, she comes Aunt by. Rose. Yeah, Aunt Rose. She comes by and she's like, uh, I have letters to go write. <laughs> don't know what's going on. <laughs> he literally growls at, her, growls at her like... And she's like, I gotta go. Um, he's he's good at faking, but they don't want you to like him. No, 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 no. And I I don't like when a show makes you like feel like a character that you like is stupid for something. Yeah, and this they're definitely doing this with Lady Mary. Yeah, like Lady Mary's trying to be in love with this guy, and we know he's a punk. So mm-hmm. all season we're just like, Lady Mary, get it straight. Yeah. Spoiler well, alert: he cool. doesn't leave in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, after a grand entrance like that, they won't just get rid of this character. But uh. Yeah, like you know, she's not. She can't end up with him. Like I mean, like he just seems. He, the guy's frothing at the mouth. Yeah, he's mean. His proposal is the weird, most awkward proposal. Like we can build something together. Like this is almost. It's it's like Star Wars. He's like the Emperor. I'm thinking more WWE, like Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, like where he's like, (laughs) he's in it for the money. Because like as he says, he's a self-made man. So clearly, he sees like if I marry her, that's just part of his like building his royalty. And he's already rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a sir, so yeah. he's got it. He's got some. He's got it together. I do like that Mary has the authority to say during his proposal, like, "Okay, you're getting better here and there." <laughs> or like, you know, like I mean, she's used to it by now, right? Yeah, that's true. With people proposing and stuff. What a bad proposal, though, man. Like, it's just like I thought it wasn't the worst. It's just like he's. It's kind of like you know, he feels like it's like Star Wars, where he's like, "We together, we can build an empire." I guess. <laughs> I guess I think yeah, I do appreciate the honesty where it's a business transaction more than actually love. But he, he says that she or does she say they're trying to fall in love? Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's a couple trying to have a baby, but it's a lot more important. Yeah. <laughs> you man. need to be in love with yeah. your man and not not when he's 
weirdo Satan man. And it's so funny because everyone else can see like this guy's not the one. They're all taking pot shots at him. Like, what do you think of this guy? Like, he's just not good. No, not at all. He's a he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't really don't see like cousin Matthew is kind of a background player in this episode. Yeah, like Lavinia and Matthew are important to the story. Yeah, but. Matthew's doing good. They called him up to France to go around and volunteer. To France. They called him out of France. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, To just come get people to volunteer and go to the war and stuff. Uh, oh, and Lavinia's, like, being a baby because he's about to go on his, like, PR tour. Yeah, crying. And, and like... Ugh, this is Well, this is also after Richard Carlyle has threatened her. Yeah. She's yeah. crying because he's going away. So she's got a lot on her mind. Right. And it's so it's such a shame because Mary's going to confess to Matthew she loves him, and then she runs into Lavinia and. I think Lavinia holds her own. This I'm I'm she's growing on me. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, I don't I don't get why people bag on her so much. Like she already has her own money too. It seems like right. I she's mean, got it together. Yeah, like people should stop being so mean to her. Yeah. Speaking of Mary's confession of love that goes awry because crybaby Lavinia is crying. Yeah. Who uh. Who kind of gives her the gusto to go do that? Is it? It's, it's, oh, it's, it's Carson. Charlie Carson. Oh, yeah, it is Charlie. Uh, Charlie, who has a, a, a stroke or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has a. He just is overwhelmed. Yeah, he doesn't have a stroke. I, it, they confirmed it wasn't a heart attack, but it was. <laughs> if he had a stroke, he wouldn't be working two days later. Well, he, he's a he, he always wants to work, man. He's this is a weird like C plot of the episode. Carson's just stressed out. Yeah, he's he's cleaning around the house trying to uncork bottles of wine and stuff. Yeah, they show him like Anna's like, "Do you need help?" He's like, "No, no, I'm quite all right. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you." And then this, and then Lang pushes him over the edge. Yeah, yeah, Stand Lang, behind me, Lang. <laughs> he, yeah, he spills on Edith. <laughs> no, oh, wait, do you, okay. Do you think that was going to happen anyway with Carson, or did he faint because? That he poured on Edith was that the thing, or was it just because it was? I think it was happening as he poured it on Edith. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the best parts of the episode. Is that Carson has his little spill and he's on the chair, and and they're like, "Edith, go get help!" And she's like, "What about my dress?" And they're like, like, "Edith, shut up, get out of here, (laughs) go get some help." Who's saying that? (laughs) Who's talking like that? Lady Sybil. (laughs) That's the nurse Sybil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man. And then they're like, Richard Carlisle, I hope that hope you don't mind how crazy this weekend was. He's like, I don't mind at all. <laughs> he enjoyed Arr. it. Yeah. You need, you're overkilling, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But, uh, and then, yeah, so anyways, Mary goes to visit Carson, which is so sweet. Which is so, so strange that, like, it's, she's never been in that room in this house she lives in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's also, Mr. Carson's got to be, what, in his 50s? Mm-hmm. He's got a twin bed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough situation. <laughs> yeah, you, there. Imagine like give the man a full size bed, let him spread his legs or I, something. Stretch. I had, a, I had a twin bed until I was like twenty four, and I went up to a queen and I just it's never. There's no bed. going back. Yeah, you can't. You can't. <laughs> and Mister Carson's not like bottom of the chain. He's up top for the downstairs. Yeah, give him a full bed. Yeah, yeah, and then Anna is the one who also bolsters like. Mary, like you, you can't. You got to go for who you love. You know that's that's the thing that matters. Oh yeah, because she, little Miss Broken Heart. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of proposals in this episode, there was another one well, proposal to try and see more face to face from Molesley. Molesley gives uh, her a book. Yeah, and Anna tries to keep letting him off. The the Elizabeth in her German garden. 
Should we read this? Should this be part is, of our... Is this the Potato Peel Club? Yeah, yeah. That'll be our book. Um, I like that he asked her the day after giving her the book, have you read the book? And she's like, you just gave it to me. And like... Uh. And then one one thing that's really funny is he's like, I know Mr. Bates is gone. Yeah. So I think you and me would be... It's not like, hey, we're compatible. It's like, I know that the guy that you really like already left. So like, what about old Mosley? Just because you're single, right? This should work. It doesn't work like that, Mosley. It doesn't work like that no. at all, Mosley. Now, now, do you think, though, if Bates was never in the picture, that Mosley ever had a shot with Anna? No, Mosley's <laughs> a, d- a dud. He's a zero. Yeah, yeah I don't think she would ever went for him, even with Bates like not being there. It just wouldn't have happened. He's no. <laughs> and what a weird plot to keep coming back. And he, you know, the bull. He does have balls because she's mm-hmm. like, oh, why doesn't everybody read it? And we can get a book club going. And then he's like, or. Just you and me. Yeah. What what a... And she says, no. Yeah. No, we're doing this as a group only. And no, no, she makes some strange analogy. Because he says, like, can you ever get over Mr. Bates? And she says, if you had a child and the child went on the moon... Yeah. You would never stop thinking about the child. Such... Huh? A child? Such a weird... You're talking about a child, not like a guy you loved. Yeah. Who, you know kissed you once and then went away with his evil wife mm-hmm. a child a child on the moon bizarre analogy yeah and then mr mosley's like yep i got it <laughs> maybe Message he's like received. yeah she's, she's a little crazy she's talking about babies on the moon yeah time yeah. for me to go maybe this won't work out yeah but, uh, no we haven't really touched on grantham this episode he's just kind of like still sour about being a volunteer and not helping he's kind of a really good like backbone to the episode. He doesn't really yeah. do too, too much, but we see he's kind of pulling the strings with Thomas. He's kind yeah. of there for Lang. He's. Did you see the stogie he was smoking, though, with uh, Matthew? Oh, yeah, they're chilling. Oh, my gosh. That was a huge cigar, man. <laughs> he was hanging out. He's like, oh, I'm, I miss you, friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, and Cora's doing stuff, too. She, she, you know, she's the one who's putting her foot down. Oh yeah, that was a good scene. That scene with uh, with the dowager where they're debating whether to turn the, the manor the, into a the dowager like bullet. slams her cane down like if this is what happens. What is oh she has a good line? Did I write it down? Oh yeah, she forbids it. She says amputation in the dining room, resuscitation in the pantry, and, and people pocketing the spoons. Yeah, good heavens for that. Oh my gosh, but I love that chorus. Is like yeah, she's like I feel like an uh, outsider, and chorus is like yeah, you are. <laughs> bye bye. Like, That's how you're gonna deal with this. Boom! Yeah, mic drop from Lady Cora. Uh, Cora Owns it so good, so good. Uh, yeah, Dowager does not get away at all. No, in uh, she does not. You are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is that it for most of the stuff in the episode? We blazed through a lot of things, but uh, uh, uh Sybil, Sybil, Sybil's doing got a full time job. She's a nurse at the Abbey or the the hospital by Down. They mentioned they mentioned her hours like she has to be there like a quarter after six in the morning. Hoy. Branson right. tries to bring her food for Miss Patmore, and she's like, Too um, busy "We'll working. see." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, man, I. Good for her. I'm glad that she's happy doing that job. But man, that's that's some not work. a great job. Nope, not at all. Uh, any other notes about this episode? I think we did kind of cover most of it. Do you have any choice quotes? Um, Violet calls Lavinia Swire that little blonde piece. <laughs> she, I mean, she might. Yeah, she. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> but uh i'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah, i mean that's really all yeah. i got uh 
I did I did like though that Carson told Mary as if any man can prefer Miss Swire to you. That was that was pretty sweet. <laughs> and I love in um Sir Richard Carlyle's proposal. Um I want to marry you. Why? <laughs> I think highly of you. <laughs> it's great. That's a good re- that's a, I mean, it's a good reason. It's he, not wrong. He's coming direct. We can build something strong. Okay. One thing about this episode and I, I already we already discussed it briefly. Mm-hmm. It was like I know that Anna and Bates love each other. Yeah. But it seems like this woman is heartbroken, and they really didn't have that much screen time in season one. Well, it's just they spent years, the two That's years. The, it doesn't together. feel like two years when it's seven yeah. episodes. Yeah. First like episode without Bates, too. Yeah, for, oh, and you feel it. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. slog without Bates. Need him in You're there. waiting for John to show up. Come on, yeah. John. Yeah, where's he at? Yeah. He's with his wife. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, do we want to get to the power rankings? Sure. You want to start it off? Yeah. Bottom? Yeah. I, there's so many people. Oh, this could have been all bottom. I really had to, yeah. to dig for some good. I'm going to start with my honorable, uh, an honorable mention of uh, Carson for fainting. For and, f- okay. So that's a long and, way to go. Yeah. He's been, he's been working himself down. It, it, you know, hope he, hope he recovers by episode three. Yeah, see, well, he's already up doing breakfast at the end of the episode. Yeah. 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 So number three, I have Thomas for, for crying and, and just losing a, like a friend he was making and just uh, man it's just not good for him right now well in my rankings i tried to to be mindful of the importance of all the characters in the scope of the whole show sure. so my number three was mosley <laughs> okay all right <laughs> he, he gets rejected he, he gets rejected and he, he he gets some some stones and he tries to be a big man he and he gets shot down again. He doesn't lose anyone. Like he doesn't. No one dies that he knows, which happens to Patmore, well, who I couldn't well, even get on my list. But the thing is, <laughs> I feel like a lot of like death is a thing in World War One, and it's how yeah. you handle it. And I feel like with Patmore, it's a really bad situation with the cowardice. But Lord Grantham yeah. really makes it like, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, or rather, you know, not that bad. Death is terrible. But yeah. Lord Grantham's kind of like saving her family image, as opposed to saying like. He's a coward. Mm-hmm. He's a clown. Yeah. He got shot because he tried to run away. Yeah. that's. I think that's a... Uh, I didn't put her on my top list, but I right. do think that's a, a positive outcome, all things considered. That's fair. All right. Uh, at number uh, two, I have Edith. Because uh, she... Just cause she's a homewrecker. She's a homewrecker. And she gets stuff spilled on her. She's a <laughs> bad... She's not doing good things this episode. Even if she can drive a tractor, good for you. I don't care. Number two. Down. My number two is Carson. All right. Just because, you know, he's all about... He got all scared because a guy said that he was a circus performer. This episode, he <laughs> spills stuff. He he has a stroke. Is that a trend? Like every is episode two of the seasons or like a Carson episode? Is that what we're seeing? It's like Animorphs every... Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, he's the one on the cover. He turns into a fainted man. Uh, yeah. Who's your number one? Dowager. Cause, really? Yes. Ah. Are you kidding me? She's about to have the, her whole manner transformed into a convalescent, and she lost out in a shouting match with Cora. You, you lost, Miss. You are down. Wow. You are so down. I had Thomas as my number one on the bottom. Yeah. Because he's, you know, I, I he start. I feel like it, there's a lot of people that get a lot of blows in this episode. Yeah. But man, that was a. Gut he punch. really starts to feel, you know, like it's like a face turn. He's a baby yeah. face. He's starting to be good. He's starting to do good, and then this guy yeah. kills himself. I know. Jeez. And it's a gut punch. It's a, it's, this is a downer episode. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like, you feel war. Mm-hmm. Pr- pretty, like, Downton's, it's hammy. It's a, yeah. it's, it's soap opera. Yeah. But, like, this episode is like, it deals he- heavy. Right. 
So let's move on up. Let's see who we have going on. Yeah, okay. Number three, I have Matthew. Matthew? Yeah. He's, that, got, he's got two women swooning over him. I want to tell him Two good-looking women, too. Oh, yeah. And he's just volunteering, going around, waving and everything. He's not on the front lines. He's out of there. He's doing well. I have Lady Mary as my number three. Really? Really? Because she's got a cousin that loves her. Okay. And she doesn't know it. Yeah. And she seems to be interested in the, in the evil Richard Carlyle. I, and like I said, I don't like when a show tries to make you think that a character's dumb, yeah. but she doesn't know he's evil. She's kind of a rough situation though where like she has to tell this guy that she likes him, but she doesn't like him though. Like But, she, but the thing with Carson is very empowering. I feel like she has a lot of emotional growth in this episode where yeah. it's like think about yourself, yeah. Lady Mary. Yeah. Yeah, not enough for me to move her up, but yeah. It's, it's a like it's it's a reach to yeah. get characters in agree in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I have William. William's uh, my number one. Really? Because I feel like this is not a great episode for a lot of people. Yeah. And he, he's jubilant. He's, 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 he's happy he's, to go get shot in the face. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. <laughs> I, and he's got a sweetheart for him, Daisy. Again, picture. Character oh. who's an idiot who doesn't know that he's being played. Did he get the picture? I wonder. They didn't say. Because the one thing at the end of the episode when she was talking to Pat more, I was wondering if she was going to confide, like, I can't give him a picture. I just can't. I don't want him looking at me. That's so weird. That's so weird. Um, I'll just move on to my number one since you just said your number one. I didn't say my number two. I know. Do, well, do you want to give your number two? Yeah. Okay. The homewrecker, Lady Edith. <laughs> Come on. Really? She's got a good... She got a first kiss. Uh, no, no. She's having fun at the farm. She got spilled on in this episode <laughs> and no one cared. She got a kiss. Yeah, she got drunk at the farm. That's she true. She got drunk at the farm. She's driving a tractor. She got some of those farm hands. She's wearing, <laughs> she she shopped at a, you know, the hottest boutique she went to in Urban, Brooklyn. She went to Urban Outfitters, yeah. <laughs> um, no, my number one is Sir Richard Carlyle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's a good... Mary's going to accept his proposal. He's, he proposed to her, and she did not... Deny. And you know he's grabbing Lavinia's arm. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, got, the, he's got some dirt. He, he's asserting himself with authority. Carlyle is... He's a presence. He 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 had one job to do this episode, which is come in there and be like, "I'm evil," and we know it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. He comes in. He's the new. He's the new heel in town. <laughs> yeah, he's healing it up. He's, we're, the, we're he's feeling, the Down Abbey Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're feeling bad for Thomas, and then this guy's like, "Hold my beer. I'm I'm the guy." <laughs> Edith, hold my beer. <laughs> he's, got, he's got mad dog disease, and he don't care who knows it. But he dresses <laughs> nice. What's yeah. with handsome men that are evil animals? <laughs> Thomas is a little and, rat most of the time. And I admire this too. He's clever. When he says goodbye to Mary, he doesn't take the hat off and like do like the curtsy or whatever goodbye. He just grabs his hat and then bows his head and then that's bye. He doesn't want to show the bald spot. That's smart. Okay. That's, that is true. As, as a bald see man, the bald you don't want to expose it as much as possible, you know? So he gets a number one for not exposing his boss. That's just one of many reasons why he's he's on top this week. I mean, I guess, you know, sometimes the bad guy's got to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is the first of several uh, pay-per-view matches. <laughs> yeah, of Carlisle versus Matthew. So, <laughs> all right. That's it for Good uh, episode? It was a uh, no. No, I mean, no, it was a good it was good in a but not a happy. It was a No, it was episode. a special episode. I, I would probably not revisit this episode if I had the choice maybe. Yeah, it was kind of sad. I was very sad by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe next time it'll be a little happier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you up next time. Yeah, that's... That's it for Down Abbey. Bye. Bye. <laughs>